everybody welcome back to okay swag today we talk about eating disorders self-harm and depression if these things may trigger you you may want to skip out on this episode come back next week or listen to previous episodes love you all hey everybody welcome back to okay swag today i'm doing a q a episode so i asked you guys over on the okay swag podcast instagram um for questions for this episode and you guys delivered you guys sent me really good questions um some of them are really insightful others are just funny that my friend sent me um so yeah uh if you have a question that you want me to answer um maybe in another q a make sure to follow the okay swag instagram it's linked in the description of this podcast and yeah let's get started so you guys really sent some interesting questions (laughs) okay on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your fit today? Um, like 3 out of 10. It's not cute, but it's definitely comfortable. Um, I have these, like, the background's tan, and, like, the cheetah print is in white, and they're, like, joggers. Um, and they're really comfortable. And then I have this, like, sage green Evermore sweatshirt on. Um, so, like, 3 out of 10. It's definitely not cute. What topics do you anticipate talking about on your podcast in the future? Um, I feel like I do talk a lot about, um, already mental health, um, but yeah, that's definitely a big one, and then also just, like, fun stuff, you know? Um, like, I talked about Meghan Markle and AJ Cook, um, I talked about, um, you know, racism, COVID, uh, a bunch of different stuff, really just mental health or, like, whatever's in the media and how I can relate to it. Um, I think I'm going to make a, um, Asian hate, um, episode, maybe. I'm not quite sure. I haven't really decided yet, but, like, things like that. Just, like, current events, and then just, like, things that are important to me. Obviously, like I said, mental health. I will be doing a lot of mental health episodes. So, yeah. What is my favorite song? Um, I don't really have, like, a favorite song. Probably, like, I have, like, a bunch of them, but my favorite artist is Taylor Swift. I love literally all of her music. Um, obviously, like I said, I'm wearing my Evermore sweatshirt, so I love Taylor. Yeah. What is your favorite type of pasta? Thank you, Carolyn, for that very insightful question. Um, my favorite type of pasta is really any kind of pasta. I really like pasta. It's, like, so it can go with anything yeah Liv asked favorite thing about math class I have two favorite things um the first is drawing portraits of each other in math and then also probably my favorite one is uh when the bell rings and we can leave I really don't like that class (laughs) what do you do for relaxation I love to watch tv tv is my vice I also uh like to listen to music um sometimes I like to draw um and do I really like crafting I like journaling like bullet journaling things like that that's what I like to do but you really have to play around with it to find what works for you because um I used to be like really really into like art and drawing and things like that but I kind of realized that that almost the opposite because I'm a perfectionist and I like to have things perfect and like with drawing um you know, I wanted to make things perfect, and that really, like, 
did the opposite of what it was supposed to do, if that makes sense. So, like, I was getting more stressed while I was drawing instead of relaxing. Another question similar, what do you like to do when you're feeling stressed or anxious? Um, like I said, finding advice that is healthy. Make sure it's healthy. Um, I know that previously my vices were not healthy ways of coping. I'm aware of that. Um, I know that they weren't. Um, but it did, took me a while to find like things that would actually relax me like I said anxiety wise I'd say like um breathing and like finding a good like breathing exercise that you can do like in public and by yourself that like definitely works for you um I know that like there's certain um pressure points in your body that you can like um use to help you relax I know essential oils like lavender um or just like finding or like going to your happy place or just like finding like whatever it is that works for you. I really like, I know that's not helpful advice. I do realize that, but finding what works for you is really important because, um, you know, it's different for everyone. I was talking to my friend last night and we were talking about warning signs of depression and suicide and she was, um, worried, you know, she didn't, she was, you know, talking about warning signs, and I told her, like, warning signs look different for everyone. You can't necessarily, quote-unquote, catch them, because for one person, they might be really socially disengaged and not want to, like, um, you know, be engaged in social activities and talk to people and hang out. On the other hand, sometimes people's warning signs or, like, when they're reaching their breaking point is they're overly social and they want to hang out all the time to, like, I don't know, like, soak all of it in, I suppose, but, um, it doesn't, it's different for everyone, everything is different for everyone, and I know this is awful advice, and I know it's not what you wanted to hear, but there's no, like, clear answer to that, if it makes sense. Do you want to be a doctor? Um, kind of. I used to really, really want to be a pediatric neurosurgeon, that's all I would talk about, I'm very aware of how annoying it was, I'm very sorry. Um, that's, like, really what I wanted to do, and then I kind of lost my spark for it. Um, and, you know, it's a lot of work for something that I really am just not as passionate as I am other things. So, I mean, I feel like it would be a waste of, you know, my time and, you know, someone's space in the programs in med school if someone actually really did want to, you know, do that, but, um... Yeah, not really anymore. I want to be a forensic psychologist now for the Federal Bureau. Um, that's basically where you just, like, interview criminals and, like, figure out why they did what they did and what's going on inside their head. What college do you want to go to? I want to go to Georgetown. Georgetown is my dream college. Um, yeah, I really don't have anything else to say about that. I used to have, like, a whole list of colleges um, that I really wanted to go to, but, like, after, like, looking everything over and like actually um looking into colleges and you know whatever I decided that my dream is Georgetown because um I had like a bunch of others that I wanted to go to Columbia Tufts NYU Dartmouth Vanderbilt Boston College Villanova Pepperdine like a lot of colleges I wanted to go to but um 
you know, I want to go to Georgetown, and yeah, I just love it. I, I, I just want to go so badly, and I definitely put my self-worth on if I get into a Georgetown or not, which is really not healthy, but <laughs> it's what happened. What are my favorite TV shows? Oh, I have so many. Criminal Minds, love Criminal Minds, that's my all-time comfort show, even though people are literally, like, dying, it's my all-time comfort show. Grey's Anatomy is, um, another one of my comfort shows, but Criminal Minds is definitely, like, number one comfort show. I'll do, like, my favorite characters from each show, too, and why. JJ is my favorite character from Criminal Minds, and I talked about her in a previous podcast and, like, why I relate to her, so go listen to that if you want to know why I relate to JJ more than anyone else on the team. Um, in Grey's, I definitely, I really love Joe, um, Addison, Izzy, Christina. I'm really, I'm re-watching right now for the 16th time, and, um, like, I've watched all of Grey's 16, or 15 times all the way through right now. I'm on season 3, um, and re-watching for the 16th time all the way through, and, like, because it's so, like, early in the show, like, I still have 14 seasons to go to reach the end, I'm, like, reminded by all the characters that, like, were there earlier, like, George and Izzy and Addison, um, yeah, I also love Arizona and April. Okay. Um, I did not finish all of my shelves. Okay, Suits. Um, I love Suits. Meghan Markle's in Suits, and um, she's my favorite character, Rachel Zane. I love Rachel. She's so precious, so sweet. Um, yeah. Uh, Gilmore Girls. My favorite character is Lorelai. Um, she's just a hot mess, and I think it's so funny, but I love Lorelai. Um, The Office, my favorite character is Michael and Jim. I love them. They're so funny. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, my favorite characters are Rosa and Amy. Uh, I love them. I, like, can relate to Amy a lot. Like, I'm a perfectionist. I have to have things done a certain way. Um, I'm really organized and, um, goal-oriented, and then I just love Rosa's personality, it's so funny. Um, Parks and Rec, my favorite character is April, definitely, because it's Aubrey Plaza, and I just love April. I'm really drawn to, like, as you can tell, characters that have, like, no soul, i.e. Christina, April, Rosa, you know, that type, um... Friends, my favorite character is Rachel. I love Rachel. She's like so cute and she's just really naive in the beginning and just becomes a really, really like badass, hardworking, individualistic person, which I think I really like. I love that about her, you know? Um, let's see. I already said Criminal Minds, Grey's. Um, I watched a show called Higher Ground. It's, like, a really old show filmed in the 2000s. And, um, the only reason why I watch it is because, um, AJ's in it. And my favorite characters are Shelby and Juliet. Um, and going back to, like, the Null Soul character, Shelby, who's played by AJ, definitely is just, like, not a fan of life. And she's just, like, over everything. (laughs) 
um brothers and sisters is a really good show um it's kind of like an underrated show and like not a lot of people know about it but my favorite characters are rebecca justin kitty sarah kevin nora and robert um that's like literally the entire cast except for like two people but like i don't care um so yeah those are my favorite shows um Carolyn wrote a very insightful message that was just oops. Um, I'm not really sure what to make of that, but I definitely agree. Um, how's your day? My day was okay. Definitely isn't like the best days of all days, but it was okay. I'm currently switching medications, um, SSRIs, and normally like it takes a couple of weeks for them to like get into full effect and you do become even more depressed than you originally were when you switch so that's how I'm doing right now I haven't been in school because of that I was going to go to the hospital um because things were so bad but we decided not to just for like reasons you know whatever um but yeah things are pretty bad um but like the sun's out and it's giving me a lot of like I don't know vitamin d and really just soaking everything in is that what it is vitamin d probably i think so like sunny d yeah it's vitamin d um (laughs) and it's giving me like i don't know hope kind of i think that's what i need i need hope okay what are your opinions carolyn you cannot ask these stupid questions what are your opinions on nick jonas i don't have any opinions on nick jonas I don't know what you want me to say to that. Okay. How are you doing right now? Hope you're doing amazing, girl. You deserve it. That's literally so sweet. Thank you, Melissa. I love you so much. Um, I don't know. Right now, I'm just not really in a good space. Um, mentally, I've been feeling really worthless and really hopeless and not myself. And obviously, that's not good. Um... <laughs> I've really just have not been feeling able to socialize and communicate with others. Um, For a couple of days, I wasn't talking. Um, Yeah, so it really, it it depends on the day, but like not really well, I guess. Um, uh, I really haven't had any hope and like will to live. So that's definitely not, you know, what we're going for right now, but... We're trying to work through it. Like I said, I switched medication, so hopefully something will change. Who? What is your favorite music music artist? Thank you, Carolyn, for all these insightful questions. Um, I already said Taylor Swift, but yeah, Carolyn. Carolyn literally has set, submitted like the same questions multiple times. Like I have two of "How was your day?" from Carolyn, two of "What is your favorite song." to um what is your favorite pasta so carolyn you can literally just text me you do not have to ask me over my podcast what my favorite pasta is you can just text me it's okay um anyways sorry um so i already said my favorite artist is taylor swift i love her one of my favorite songs is i love her evermore album folklore reputation speak now all of her albums basically just everything um 
what things do you like to do for mental health and self-care? That's a really good question. Uh, I love to paint my nails. That's one of my favorite things to do. I also love to, like, braid hair and things like that. Um, I also obviously like to watch TV. I love doing, I love doing crafts. Um, I think those are always really fun. And I love to, like I said, journal. I love bullet journaling. That's super fun. And just, like, kind of scrapbooking type I know that sounds like old lady like, but I really love to do that. Um Yeah. Okay. Um How do you deal with anxiety when retail therapy isn't an option? I felt this question. Um I love shopping, but you know, I, with the amount of anxiety I have, I would not have a college fund if retail therapy was the only thing I used. Sorry, my dog is going crazy. Um, so, I really love, like I said, TV. That really helps me. I also, like, I'm always on my phone, and that's, like, not good. I need to, like, not do that, but, again, I'm always on my phone. And then, I think if you, like, really need retail therapy like I do, um, you could maybe find something that you, I don't know, really want, and, um work up towards it like save for it and i don't know get a job or something like that or like find extra things to do around the house if you can um but primarily probably is the best way to make income is get a job and then it'll motivate you to kind of like get out of bed and force yourself to go do work and like get out of the house and you know help yourself it'll force you to help yourself um, and you'll be working towards, you know, whatever it is that you want. Um, and so I think, I don't know, it could be fun, could be swag. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, what do you, when you have bad days, how do you make them better? So that's a really insightful question. And I'd like to know the answer to that, honestly, because, I quite honestly have no idea. Um, I definitely let bad days ruin me and run my life. I um, don't ever um, try to turn things around. I always just accept it and, you know, don't make them better, which is really my fault. And I should figure it out and figure out how to make them better. I definitely think finding a vice that's healthy. Like I said, it needs to be healthy or else you're just not making any progress. Um, For a while, my vice was cutting and um, that's not really a good vice, if we're gonna be honest here. Um, So I had to find substitutes for that. um, And I haven't found like the one, like the substitute that I need for it because um, cutting was my way of feeling something and um, without it I wouldn't feel anything. I felt very numb and like I had um, no emotion and that's kind of how I've been feeling the past couple months. Um, I haven't really felt anything. I know um, that's really common for a lot of people. They're just numb and I know um, it's not fun, 
but it's common and it's way more common than you may think like um a lot of people just don't feel things and that's unfortunate but it happens i know when my grandma passed away i didn't feel it as much as i should have because my grandma was my best friend and she meant the world to me and i just and i just didn't feel it like i should i guess um and uh that was awful because i didn't mourn her correctly and um although there's like no handbook on how to mourn and how to get over a loss like that um it still felt like i was doing it wrong because i didn't feel anything when she did pass away um so i've been oh god this is really deep and really not fun to talk about but i think it's important because people need to know it's okay um i've been cutting since i was um i think 12 so for three years um things got really really bad in seventh grade um and that's kind of when i noticed everything in my life was falling apart um i would cut in school and um it probably wasn't you know the best way to cope with my feelings but it's what i did um and i know that obviously i could have done things differently and you know got help but i didn't and that's how i coped i would probably cut at least twice a day um you know a lot of it would take place in school because that was my trigger um i know that i had a really good friend um who did help me through that um or kind of not help me through it um that's the wrong like term kind of you know was worried about me and talked to me and like said hey you shouldn't do that like there's other ways to cope and to be honest I just didn't believe them and I was just like this is the only way that works for me because it was the only thing that worked for me it was the only way I would feel anything um because I was so numb to what my mind was thinking and another reason why I did cut so often was because um it was like a way to take the pain away from my mind um it's really like it was about taking the pain away from my mind and um making me feel something because i wasn't um so yeah um i don't even know what i was talking about before i got into this whole spiel about self-harm oh no okay so finding a healthy vice is important and you know it may be retail therapy it may be crafts it may be reading it may be watching tv maybe listening to music you know it may be going for a run i don't understand people who can run for fun but if you can like go you i am thoroughly impressed um like that may be your vice your vice is not wrong i think that's what we need to like get through our heads is that whatever makes you feel safe and comfortable as long as it's not you know illegal and it's like safe and it's helping you get to where you need to be i mean as long as it's not like alcohol or cocaine or like cutting or you need to find like a healthy way to cope that's not only like healthy but it works because 
those are two completely different things. I know a lot of times, you know, my therapist is like, talk to a friend or, you know, things like that. But though that didn't really work for me. And although it was a healthy way of coping, it just didn't work for me. And I think we also need to remember that, like, whatever your coping skills are, um, as long as they're, like, like I said, safe, um, that's, there's no wrong coping skill. And everyone copes differently, like I talked about before. And if it works for you, that is incredible. And I'm so happy that you found what works for you. But a lot of the times, like, it's just trial and error. And it it just like um you just have to try a lot of things and um figure it out because that's kind of you know how a lot of things in life are you just have to try and figure it out and if it doesn't work it doesn't work it doesn't have to work your coping skill does not have to be the same coping skill as the person next to you um and it's just like it's trial and error and it doesn't have to be perfect it really doesn't and you know a lot of things in life I know uh, like I said I'm a perfectionist and I think that everything in life has to be perfect and I take on a lot of the weight of other people and others issues and problems and I blame myself for a lot of things that I shouldn't blame myself for um I blamed myself for my grandmother's death um I shouldn't and I know I shouldn't I know rationally I shouldn't and that's not how science works but it's just what I did and how I felt and that's why I was numb because I felt like I caused the death of someone who not only was important to me and meant the world to me but my entire family and the entire community because she was such a bright and loving person that's kind of how I felt like I caused her death um and I know I didn't like I said but it's just the way I perceived it um and yeah so um finding I don't even know what I'm talking about now I'm just going on a rampage can you can you tell I haven't had therapy yet this week yeah whatever it's fine I'm fine we're all fine um yeah so I think finding something that will make you feel safe is what's going to work for you and like I said it's not going to be the same thing as the person next to you and honestly it shouldn't be because everyone's having a different journey we're not all living the same life we're not all going through the same journey um yeah I, I don't know. I definitely think that, um, you know, talking to people as much as you might not want to and just say you're fine and move on is really insightful and helpful and will help you through this. I know I definitely just did not want to talk to people. I would shun everyone in my life and just not talk to anyone. And that's not really healthy, honestly. Um, I know I pushed a lot of people away and a lot of people were very hurt by it and I have caused a lot of hurt to people because of my actions that I pursued while I was in a very depressive state and so um, I know a lot of people were hurt by it and just didn't understand it and 
I didn't understand why I wanted to push those people away, but I just did. And it wasn't healthy for me, it wasn't healthy for them. And a lot of friendships fell apart. And that was really hard for me because I, I, I knew it was my fault that I was pushing everyone away because I had control and I could have said, you know, listen, I don't want to push you away. I just like don't want to talk. But instead of saying that, I just pushed others away. And finding a community is important and can be a coping skill. Um, yeah. Um, how do you deal with eating disorders? Oh boy. This question, I debated whether to answer it because it's a lot. Um, but I feel like if people are asking, that means they need help. And that's what my podcast is. It's help. And I want to help people. So uh, here we go. Um, I talked a little bit about this on my previous episode with my friend Riley, but um, my eating disorder mainly um, came from control. I had no control over my life. I was very depressed at that point. A lot of things were happening at, in my home life. Um, that It was around the time my grandmother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and um, I had no control over my life. Like I said, I was losing it. My home life was a mess. Like I said, um, I, I was entering like middle school and you don't have control over middle school middle school controls you as we all know um you know sorry loud ass car just drove by um i had no control i had lost control over everything in my life except for one thing eating and food so that's what i controlled because i couldn't control anything else um, so I counted every single thing that went into my body, um, all the calories. I had a little notebook that I counted all of my calories on. Um, it went with me everywhere. It would not leave my side. Um, it was, it was the one thing in my life that made me feel safe is having that notebook. Um, and I didn't eat anything. And if I did the contents, the calorie content of that thing would be written down in that notebook and it was important to me that I got written down because then I would feel like I was cheating myself and that was an issue because food should not be something you're scared of but it was and um so at my lowest point I was um at my lowest point I was um, 75 pounds when I was 13 Um, and that's kind of when things needed to change because it wasn't good and um, so I went to you know rehab and tried to get my life back on track but coping wise, I didn't have any skills and I know that this is kind of a last resort for some people, um, but going to the hospital was my coping skill. Having people, as much as I hated losing that control, it, it was good for me and it's what I needed because that's how I gained back my life and how, you know, I'm not completely healthy now. I'm, you know, 
not where I want to be in my weight and I definitely still have body dysmorphia and don't think I'm like an appropriate weight for how I feel and like what my like I don't even know just like I don't think I'm an appropriate weight for like what I want I guess um but I'm still working through it and I don't use my stupid little book anymore that's not in my life and I'm really happy about that so I don't know um how I deal with eating disorders um you have to be on top of it you can't let it like run your life because that's when things get really scary and you have to tell someone I didn't tell anyone um until it was too late and things got really bad and my parents didn't know how to help me so that's kind of that I guess. how do you deal with others judging you about your mental health oh boy how much time do I have um I've lost a lot of friends due to my mental health like I said I would push people away um but I've had a very crappy encounter with one of my ex-friends um and this is exactly what she said to me you're just kind of a burden because it's really hard for me to be responsible for not only my life and and your life and it's just that like it makes me feel unworthy that you don't want to stay for me personally and when you don't listen to me um i i mean i tell you to eat and you're still anorexic and that's just really frustrating to me because i need to be heard in this relationship and uh yeah that was that was it um that was really hard um so i definitely recommend um finding people who can understand and can be supportive of it and i know that's super hard and i know opening up to people is like not fun but you have to do it and at some point it's just it's inevitable that you're going to get hurt um by others because they don't understand they don't know what your brain is telling you to do they don't know that you have no control over your body anymore and your brain runs you they don't understand that but you have to find people who, who like are going to be able to support you and understand that you're not going to be okay 100% of the time and you are going to be hurt and you are going to be you know stressed and struggling but they just have to understand that I guess um so it did take me a really long time to find people who I could open up to and talk to about this um but once I did it kind of took something off my shoulders and help me I guess so yeah also you know people in school um when I was in the hospital a lot of the time people would be like oh where were you for however many days you were in the hospital and it's uncomfortable because a it's not their business and b you don't want to share with random people because you don't know what they'll do with that information so you just kind of like no I wasn't my grandma died I thought your grandma died last time. Well, my other grandma. Like, <laughs> it's very uncomfortable and it's not fun. So if you're listening to this and you are someone who asks people where they were, if they were out for an extended period of time for multiple times, um, just don't, maybe. I think that's my advice to those people. Um, yeah. So that's all the questions I got. Um, and I know I went off, like, on a rampage and just, like, went off the topic for a lot of these questions 
but I feel like I covered a lot of stuff and I talked about important things. I know that it's definitely like not exactly what you guys asked, but I tried to help. I tried to be, you know, helpful. I'm not very helpful, um, but I tried to be helpful, I guess. Um, I hope this helps someone, um, and I answered some people's questions. I definitely know I did not answer a lot of these, and I just, like, danced around the actual question, but whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, I will do a Q&A, like, in the future, a bit later, like, when I want to, because it's my podcast. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to tune in next week um, for another episode. Make sure to follow the OK Swag Instagram so you can ask your questions next time around and find updates and behind the scenes for your favorite podcast. I'm just kidding. This is definitely not anyone's favorite podcast. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you all and I'm so incredibly proud of you.